0: Hey everyone, and welcome to another exciting episode of the PopRewind.com podcast. My name is Lee. My name is Linz. And we are your hosts in this crazy journey through time and nostalgia. And uh, Actually, we are time traveling a bit today, aren't we?
1: We sure are. You know, we've talked about the early days of interneting on this podcast before, but we thought we'd take it a step further. You know, there are a lot of things we can do online these days that would totally blow our minds back in the 80s and 90s.
0: Like having a podcast?
1: Like having a podcast? Like doing pretty much anything we do in our daily lives right now?
0: Watching sliders?
1: Uh, I guess it would blow my mind that I was still watching sliders.
0: I can watch any episode of sliders at any time.
1: But why would you want to?
0: Well, I don't. I'm just saying it's nice having that option. Sliders. You're giving people ASMR willies.
1: You're welcome.
0: (laughs) Back when we were kids, I think the only technology that would really fit in our pockets, besides a pen, was maybe, you know, a Game Boy the size of a macaroni box. But now you pretty much have the whole world in your pocket with your phone.
1: That's true. I can check my email on the go or, I mean, really play Pokemon Go still.
0: Yeah. Ooh, man, it's getting kind of old
1: yeah no i have a problem
0: yeah how's your web tv holding up
1: (laughs) not great
0: (laughs) i remember getting my first skinny cd player that wouldn't fit in my pocket
1: what is a skinny cd player
0: so my first few portable cd players were huge like really thick and i must have gone through like about 10 different cd players throughout my childhood because i just i had this knack for breaking them, and they would get a little skinnier each time, and then I I got one that would finally kind of fit in my pocket, and I broke that one too.
1: Oh, well, way to Hulk smash everything.
0: Yeah, pretty much.
1: But even before CD players, we would have our Walkman, and those things were gigantic, and we would have to fast forward through everything, but with a CD player, just hit a button.
0: You know, the thing about Walkmans is I kind of miss making the mixtapes.
1: What do people do for mixtapes now? Do you just hand someone a USB drive or you put it in a Dropbox and email Um, over the link?
0: I was thinking playlist. Pretty much every song's on YouTube now. So you just make like a public playlist and share that.
1: I don't don't know. There's something not so romantic about that.
0: Well, let's put it this way. When they announced the track list for the Weird Al rarities coming out, like two hours later, there were already several playlists on YouTube of the whole album, which tells you how rare these tracks were.
1: (laughs) I'm glad you're not still worked up about that or anything. No, I've
0: let it go over the past three episodes. (laughs) But enough about music. Uh, What do you think about movies and TV? Like, how how would your mind have been blown in the 90s by the way we consume that now?
1: The thing that made me want to do this podcast topic was thinking about movie trailers. Really? Where I... Yeah, I mean... If you, you know, say there's a new Deadpool movie trailer or a movie teaser, you can just go on YouTube and watch it. But back in the day, you would actually have to go to that theater and have to watch the whole movie and pay for the movie to see whatever trailer you wanted to see. So
0: you're like, I hear Beethoven's second is going to have a trailer for the Beavis and Butthead movie. So I better go see it.
1: Yeah. Ouch. Yeah, and... For some reason, I was really, really excited about the basketball movie (laughs) with Trey Parker.
0: I feel really good
1: about my movie choices. I don't know why. Like, you, hadn't so...
0: seen, you hadn't seen Back to the Future Part 3 until like a year ago when I made you watch it. <laughs> you were excited for the basketball trailer. This explains was... everything about you.
1: I was all about basketball. And... I. <laughs> I remember I would sit at home on, you know, Friday nights and the weekend because I was a cool kid, obviously, looking forward to a friggin' basketball movie, (laughs) and I would sit there with my VCR and a blank tape, and any time a basketball trailer (laughs) would come on, I would tape it. Ouch. Now I can just go on YouTube and watch whatever basketball trailer I want. I wasted all that time taping them.
0: Yeah, doesn't it feel like such a waste all the time we used to put into tape trading and recording stuff off TV, and it's like... I don't know, I've just got these boxes of tapes in my garage that represent like my entire youth, basically. And now it's like, uh, I don't need to pull up that tape to see patterns. I'll just go on YouTube and type Weird Al Polka patterns.
1: But if it wasn't for, I don't know if this is the case with you. It probably is because your collection was a little heftier than mine. But I will go on YouTube and look up stuff that I have in my collection on VHS, and I will be able to recognize that that was my copy of something, oh, like my original copy.
0: Yeah, isn't that weird? When you like, there's always like some little clue that it was your copy. Like maybe you stopped the tape too soon, or you could tell it was recorded on a Pulsar dollar store tape.
1: Canadian Tire. <laughs>
0: yeah you know you're talking about the basketball trailers and i remember a few times that that kind of blew my mind like my mom had popped in a tape and showed it to me and she had recorded the trailer for ghostbusters 2 and that was my introduction to there being a ghostbusters 2 so it was like
1: what
0: you know i mean that that was pretty cool
1: i think now when we find out There's, you know, movie sequels and movie news like that. It's a little lackluster because we get it so instantly.
0: I think before it would catch you by surprise. And so you'd be like, oh, wow, neat. And now it's like, guess I'll watch the new Ghostbusters remake trailer. You know, you watch it on your lunch break and you're like, hmm. All right. Let me read the YouTube comments and I'm done here.
1: Well, (laughs) it's also kind of expected that if there's a movie, there's going to be a sequel for it.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: I mean, even beyond trailers, there were so many times where I would rely on my VCR to record a show, even if I just wanted a small clip.
0: You would waste, like, a whole tape taping one thing, and I had uh, I had a VCR Plus. Do you remember that?
1: Is that the one in the TV Guide they'd have codes next yes. to all the programs?
0: Yeah. Okay.
1: And I was always really curious about that, because I didn't have one. I didn't know anyone who had one.
0: Yeah, we had one for whatever reason, and... Um It's basically this giant remote control you always had to have perfectly aimed at your VCR and you'd have to get a TV guide, type in the code, and then it would usually not tape your show at all. It was a piece (laughs) of crap. Then I ended up getting VCRs that kind of had that built in where you'd just be like, okay, record my show at eight o'clock, boom, done. And I don't know why that worked fine, but the dedicated remote control thing just never happened. VCR Plus, folks, that is, uh, that's something from the 90s you don't miss. But because of that, I have never, ever owned a DVR. I think the experience was so bad from VCR Plus that it was like, not going to happen. I'm not going for this whole TiVo thing.
1: Yeah, I, I just use my VCR until, well, until I moved out.
0: I still use a VCR if I need to catch a show that I'm not going to be home to see.
1: Yeah, I figure someone else will bootleg it, and I'll just watch it later. Yeah.
0: Well, how do you get Oops. a copy off a of DVR? Like, I, I had a friend tape something off TV or record something off TV for me a while back. And I'm like, great. Now, can you just, like, give it to me in a jump drive or something? And she was like, no.
1: Did Do you have to watch it on the DVR it's recorded on? I Is get that it? how it works? Yeah.
0: And I'm like, but it, it, was a pic- it was a video of a family member of mine in a parade. And I'm like, that's something I want a copy of
1: yeah oh so you can't even say upload it to youtube or anything no i like how we're kind of perplexed by dvrs welcome to tech talk
0: <laughs> so you know the 90s uh will blow our minds in the future when we have dvrs and we still don't understand them it's easier for me to figure out vhs than a DVR.
1: When I was growing up, my dad had a closet full of bootleg VHS. Wait, what? And TV shows. Yeah, (laughs) it was a whole closet in the spare room upstairs. That closet was full of bootleg VHS, and it was all different movies, and he would have like two or three movies on a tape and have them labeled, and we'd have a binder that would have the numbers and the the, uh, corresponding movies that were on the tapes. I think your
0: dad's hobby has been the same your whole life.
1: He's really into bootlegging. I mean, it came in handy
0: for me. So you'd have a tape, and it'd be like Starman, Attack of the Killer Tomatoes, and Delmon Louise.
1: Yeah, pretty <laughs> much. No, I've got. <laughs> I have one upstairs with me. It was, I think, it was Maverick, Cheech and Chong, and then Nuka's on the block, hanging tough. It was, it was a real cornucopia. So we had. I just, I grew up on all these VHS tapes and I mean, they're garbage now.
0: Yeah. What do you do with them? I, I mean, I, we
1: had a whole closet. I, we couldn't, you know, put our extra, you know, summer clothes or winter clothes in there. We had to keep them out at all times because of the crap load of VHS we had.
0: What, what do you do with this stuff? So I have, I have a tape in my garage where I recorded every episode of the Michael Richards show. Like, the one time the show aired. And I kind of feel like that might be the master copy of the show at this point.
1: <laughs> you know, I'm really questioning our taste in everything right now, between baseball and the Michael Richards Show.
0: <laughs> His name wasn't even Michael Richards in the show. He was, like, Vic the Detective or something.
1: But it was still called the Michael Richards yeah. Show. Yeah. <sighs> Amazing. I also
0: used to tape cartoon lineups. And I don't, I don't really want to get rid of those. So I have, like, a lot... Of tapes of the um, the early 90s CBS lineup that was something like Ghostbusters, Beetlejuice, Garfield, Back to the yes. Future, and Ninja Turtles, and Where's Waldo? Like, that was one hell of a lineup.
1: Would you record the commercials, or did you edit it out as you watched it?
0: Uh, everything. I've got it all.
1: Those sorts of commercials would do really well on YouTube. There's uh, a couple guys that, well, from the Why Are You Listening to This Podcast, Rich and Josh upload all their commercials, and it's really fun to watch. I was going through my tapes. I really need to get back to it and was starting to do the same kind of stuff. But I'm lazy, so (laughs) it didn't quite work out. But I did come across a weird tape. Not to get too risque, uh, but as I was digitizing things, I came across a tape called... Lindsay's tape with stuff on it i'm like that's not what's on this tape so i put it in and it was porn <laughs>
0: basketball porn
1: <laughs> i wish no uh so i found that my old porn tape which was really weird and why would i label it just like that i don't know it was weird but that kind of brings me to my next point that we don't need to have porn tapes anymore, or even magazines. It's all online. Yeah. I'm sure other people have come across that tape. If you just
0: think about all the time you wasted, fast-forwarding, rewinding, ejecting tapes, that that was a lot of time wasted in your youth.
1: That took a lot of time away from me watching basketball trailers.
0: Basically. But you know, I wouldn't give that time up for anything. I enjoyed my tape collecting back then. And I don't really have that to fall on now, uh, not just with movies or anything, but music as well. Like, I mean, where's where's the fun in hearing a song that you just go on YouTube and be like, you know, uh, Led Zeppelin, full album. And it's like, oh, there it is.
1: It does take some of the excitement away. I mean, you hear your favorite song on the radio and you were all jazzed up for it. <laughs> Did you ever call in and request it?
0: I used to call into radio stations and request Weird Out and uh they'd usually laugh at me and be like, sure, kid.
1: I requested Nukes on the block once and they hung up on me thinking I was a prank caller.
0: <laughs> I like how that was last week.
1: Oh. Now that's the thing too. You can't call into a ra- can you even call into a radio station anymore? I listen to Sirius XM.
0: Are there even employees at radio stations anymore?
1: Not so much here anymore.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you sit around and watch uh, MTV all day hoping to see a music video, and maybe they play Weird Al's new video like one time. The week the Gump video came out, I spent my whole spring break watching MTV hoping to get the Gump video, and it never played, so I just saw like Champagne Supernova like a thousand (laughs) times.
1: Oh, man. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Remember double A batteries? Like, you'd have to change them in your CD and tape player like every five seconds.
1: I used to get the rechargeable ones because they would eat batteries.
0: Wow, I actually never thought about that. All my allowance went straight to double A's. And K-Singles. 99 cents for a song with another song on the back? That was amazing. So you'd buy a K-Single and you'd be like, all right, it's got Do the Bartman on it. And then you'd flip it over and it'd have like a remix of some awful song on the back, and you're like, "Well, this is garbage." You know, it's so weird. We're doing this like podcast across two countries right now, and we send it out. I assume to at least six or seven listeners throughout the world, and uh, you know, we didn't, we couldn't do that back in the '90s. We just have to call each other using those like ten ten three two one things. Do you remember that?
1: i remember i remember getting in trouble because my mom's like you can only be on the phone for 10 minutes and then two hours later you know (laughs) i racked up all the phone charges
0: and it would always happen like you would think like surely at the 10 minute mark we'll just hang up and recall and then it's only a dollar again but
1: nope
0: yeah that didn't really work out i got in so much trouble i mean that was like going over aol minutes some kids in the 90s like got in trouble for like drinking when they're 13 or something i i went over my aol minutes and called friends in canada (laughs) (laughs) my mom my mom banned me from listening to my weird owl cds as punishment like no you know x-men comics for you this weekend like that was that was that that hurt actually she knew where to hit me where it counted
1: You think our parents would have been a little happier that this was the kind of trouble we were getting into?
0: No, I think because it was such new territory. Like, maybe now you'd be like, eh, my kid's not that bad. They just, like, you know, do some crap on Facebook or something. But back then, it was like, ah, well, I guess AOL Minutes is the new pot.
1: (laughs) They should have been thankful we at least had one friend.
0: Yeah, yeah. I can never really prove that you existed, though. My mom's still not convinced.
1: <laughs> well, maybe I actually don't have her listen to the podcast.
0: <laughs> it was hard to make friends before the Internet, too. Like uh, The best you could do was like, wear a They Might Be Giants shirt or Mystery Science Theater 3000 or something and hope that somebody would be like, hey, I like that, too.
1: Yeah, I never really understood how to make friends. I know that's a shock to everyone listening. So I kind of, I just have the same friends I've always had.
0: Sorry about your luck.
1: Yeah, so <laughs> I have known you for twenty years.
0: Ah, oh, jeez.
1: <laughs> Going even further back, before we were even ringing up all those phone bills. Back in school, it would blow our mind if we knew what kind of technology was to come.
0: Really? You think so?
1: Yeah. Like what? I mean, all of our math teachers telling us to do long division because you're not always going to have a calculator on you. Yeah, we are. I always have a calculator on me at every single moment of the day.
0: Well, I didn't even buy that excuse at the time because I had one of those TV remote control watches that had a calculator in it. So like they were telling me, oh, you're going to be able to, to add and divide on the go. And I'm like, I, I'm kind of doing it right now.
1: Yeah. and I'm what, cheating am I, on this I test. I have to do long division. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: I, I would write the formulas on the inside of the calculator. <laughs> <laughs> well,
0: and then we got to high school and we got those um, graphing calculators and I would write my own programs to solve the math problems.
1: Wow. White and nerdy. Yeah. Right. Remember
0: when you used to read actual books. Gross. I can't, I can't remember the last time I finished a novel from start to finish.
1: I was always really skeptical about eBooks. I didn't think it would take off. I thought I would never ever read one, and that's mostly what I do now.
0: Yeah, I buy eBooks, but then I never get around to reading them, so I still have that problem.
1: Oh, hmm. yeah,
0: we were the um, like my household. We were not only the house with the VCR plus, but we were basically the neighborhood library because we had a complete set of the encyclopedia
1: oh yeah everyone had a giant shelf in their house dedicated to an entire encyclopedia set which is insane
0: right which is funny because like my parents give me crap for having a shelf with amiibos on it and I'm like just remember you had an encyclopedia set
1: let me just print out the internet and put it on a shelf Yeah,
0: right now that's what I used to do for my uh, reports the first few years I had the internet are like, I'm going to write this report on abrahamlincoln.geocities.com slash strip slash boulevard slash town slash neighbor. Yeah. Done.
1: One of the many perks of being an early adopter.
0: Right? Teachers would never know. One time I had a watch for Yakback. Do you remember Yakbacks? Yes. It was like this device that you could record like two seconds of audio on. So you... You'd just like make a fart noise or something and then play it back. Well, one time I had a yak back watch and I happened to say in it something like I've got to go to the bathroom and some kid in my class like just reached over in the middle of a test and pressed the button on my watch and it played that in the middle of the test and everybody's <laughs> looking at me and I'm just like, oh God.
1: <laughs> oh boy.
0: It was, it was, it was brutal.
1: It's not me. It's my yak back. (laughs) It's my yak back.
0: You know, I feel like uh, you can shop the entire soda aisle plus some at one of those freestyle Coke machines.
1: I'm a little sad I don't drink pop anymore because uh, I love those things.
0: Yeah. You just like go up to it and you're like, make me a grape root beer. (laughs) All right. I'm drinking grape root beer.
1: I was just really jazzed that they had cherry and vanilla Coke. And cherry vanilla Coke.
0: I like how that's such a rare treat in Canada. You like come here and we've got like 90 variations of all of that crap.
1: It's getting a little better, but oh man. Yeah, every time I'd go to the States, I'd have to stock up on that stuff.
0: What do you want the poll to be?
1: What piece of technology would blow your mind?
0: So out of all the technology we've talked about, everything that's changed... I think I'm going to go with being able to watch sliders at any given moment.
1: The freedom to do so is liberating, but the freedom to not watch sliders is a little better.
0: It gives you the power when you don't watch sliders at any time. Therefore, it is the best thing that's happened since the 90s.
1: Sliders uh, is Team Lee, and you know... I think bypassing the whole having to pay for phone calls thing. So, I mean, my regular phone, my, my landline, which I still have for some reason. Wait, what? I get free line. Long- <laughs> Why do you have a landline? I don't know. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's like having cable. Who has these things anymore?
1: Well, on my landline, I get free long distance. <laughs> so that's <laughs> For all the long never- distance calls
0: you need to make <laughs> to the other side of <laughs> no. Canada.
1: So that's never come in handy, but the option is there. Uh, my cell phone, I get free US calling on here, I'm talking to you for free right now so I I think this communication thing would have to be my pick
0: so basically, you're picking the end of the spaceship Earth ride uh, at Epcot circa 1995 where the ride ends with, and the future is communication, and you see these sparkles go from one household to another, and then the AT&T logo pops up and I'm like, man, this is kind of overselling it a bit.
1: Yeah, but I'm not getting grounded anymore for talking to you on the phone.
0: <laughs> I am. Oh, Uh-oh. my mom still thinks you're fake. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Spoilers,
0: I am. Ooh. All right, so Team Lee, if uh, if you're all about sliders and team wins, if you're the end of the Epcot ride, I think that sums it up pretty well.
1: No, that's that's accurate. That's
0: exactly what we said. Hey, uh, do you have any recommendations this time?
1: Um, My recommendation for everyone listening is to go through your old VHS tapes and just see how many ill-labeled porn tapes you find.
0: Labeled Lindsay's Secret Stuff tape?
1: <laughs> but maybe don't watch them. You know, porn doesn't age too well.
0: You know, I gotta tell you, I actually knew that's what your porn tape was because one time you left me at your place and you had to go to work and you were like, and if you want anything good, check out that tape. (laughs) But I'm like, I'm not watching your porn when your parents are like in the other room bootlegging (laughs) movies. This is weird.
1: I was surprised you didn't go home immediately after that. I think I did. (laughs) <laughs> all right lee what are your recommendations uh
0: lately i've been really into vinyl again i've been kind of picking back up on it i bought this um bluetooth record player which i know sounds like wait it's the magic of analog and you're sending it through digital but actually it's it's been kind of fun uh listening to my records again I haven't done that in a while
1: all right uh, that that really fits with our forward technology
0: In sort of we a have going backwards way right yeah. Anyway, that's all this time for the poprewine.com podcast. I've been Lee, and Linz is going to read our social media things for you.
1: Wow, this is messing me up. Hey, everyone, you can find us on Twitter and Facebook and Instagram, Snapchat, Google+, Tumblr, other places also, and at PopRewind.com.
0: This has been an episode of the poprewine.com podcast. I've been Lee.
1: I've been Linz.
0: Until next time.
1: Rewind.
0: dot com.